Blue doesn't talk. She communicates in in kind of like kind of that very was actually cute. pretty good. Ash, is she trying to talk? Is that like her method of communication? Well, the conceit is that I understand everything she's saying. Yeah. So you hear words when she's being like. That's right. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's a. Pretty- Did she ever bark? Yeah, well, she bow, bow, bows. Bow, yeah. bows. Okay. And that's like, do you, oh, right. Did you oh, ever? Oh, that was so good. That was good. You didn't actually do that voice. I though. did. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Scary, Scary fears. Scary fun. Scary mommy speaks. <laughs> this is our final episode of the year, Carrie. Here it is. This better be a good one. The pressure's on. I think it is. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Ugh, to resolve or not to resolve. We have very different feelings about this. We do. And we've got some really good confessions this episode. End of the year confessions are always very big. And we've got a very exclusive interview with the elusive Steve Burns of everyone's favorite cartoon, Blue's Clues. Hold up. Steve from Blue's Clues, he's alive? Yep. Listen and find out. Damn. Suavemente, besame. Ashley, I saw you in the Merengue for Moms video. You were dancing with Sebastian. Yeah, we danced to Suavemente by Elvis Crespo. You two, always having the best time. We try, you know. And we weren't just having fun. We were dancing for a really good cause. And you can do it, too. Everyone out there can do it. What's the cause? Well, first, did you know that one in three American families can't afford diapers? I did not know that, but I do know that diapers can really add up. Absolutely. They definitely can. So you can join me and others in helping those needy families. All you have to do is record yourself dancing to Suavemente, post the video on your social media with hashtag Merengue for Moms, and then challenge your friends. So for every video posted, Huggies will donate 100 diapers to the National Diaper Bank Networks. I'm challenging you, my friend Carrie. Oh, you know I can never say no to a challenge. And thankfully, this challenge is for a good cause. So I'm all in. And you should be all in, too. Post your dance videos now. Play Suavemente and dance with your partner, your baby, your kid, alone, your BFF. Your dog. Your dog. It doesn't matter. Just dance. We want to see it. But don't forget, you have to hashtag it Merengue for Moms. Now let's go dance. I like the way you say Merengue. So the break between Christmas and New Year's is coming, and that means the kids have no school. And worse, that means we're stuck with them. And you know what that means? Yep. Screen time. Yes, ma'am. It's bound to happen. And this is why we have Cartoon Confidential, to deal with these long breaks when you're stuck at home with your children. You have to release all the crazy things that you've seen with your eyes and taken in while watching children's television. It's intense. You have to just... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's basically your um, debriefing Mm. after a long day watching children's television. Yes, exactly. And this is why we have Steve Burns, my friend Steve Burns, with us today. Uh, You know who he is because he is Steve from Blue's Clues, the original Blue's Clues host. Wait, the Steve from Blue's Clues? He's a real person? He's a real person. Although there are many urban legends that he is not. That he's dead, right? <laughs> that he's dead, that he's somebody else. They said that he was the guy from the um, Great Adventure. 
commercial. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. The old man, the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. there's been many, but he is a real person. One of the nicest people I know. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. All right, let's bring him in. So today we have Steve Burns in the studio. So thank you for coming. So just really quick, because I this is a question I've wanted to know before you dive into the, the deep questions. Was the character named Steve? No, my God. <laughs> I think the character's name was Bob. Bob. Steve is better. Um, but then when they gave me the role, they said, can we just use your name? And I said, yeah. And that was a bad idea. Listening <laughs> to your voice in these headphones is kind of otherworldly. Right. It's doing things to me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I, I, don't, I don't mean... <laughs> This is, you I do mean, have a very beautiful speaking voice. Carrie, this you is how Carrie and I know each voice. other. I know, right? Um, you know, and I think, and I'm, I'm realizing now that you say that that I'm doing voiceover voice because you're in, you're I'm sp- extremely comfortable behind a microphone with headphones on because that's literally what I did for 25 years. Right. Blues Clues at first was my side hustle. I was huh, always what a side hustle. It was. Well, you know, when you first sign a contract, yeah. it was a pilot for Nick Jr. There wasn't any money there, so what I was doing professionally was voiceover. I was always fascinated on the show that you could draw, you could sing, you I could didn't act. draw on the show. No, That really? was my that... question. Was that you drawing? No way. No. Okay. I was like, damn, he has skill. No, that... Triple threat. That I mean, was you really are a triple hard. threat. That was hard. Yeah, I, I think I tried it once. It, it, they it, were like, it, no. It was a professional illustrator. Well, we all know you from Blue's Clues. We know you've passed the torch. In fact, I think one of the episodes was that the passing the torch episode where you where we meet Joe. I know there's a whole other guy now. We passed a couple torches. Um, that was the idea, yeah, as I was handing off the keys to Joe. Yeah. And now... It was so cute. It was yeah. so well done and so endearing, and I felt safe watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were worried about that. I mean, we worked as uh, about as hard as we could to make sure that who that the camera, that the home viewer believed that yeah. I was their friend. Yeah. I mean, you did such a good job yeah, of that amazing. in the show. like. You're just so genuine on the show. It's so that I think that's what really endeared people to you. And yeah. now those people that watched you have children. Yeah. So I'm sure that was a consideration in thinking about passing the torch. Like these people that grew up with you now yes. have children who are going to watch the show. Yeah. And they are, you know, um, historically the most nostalgic generation in history. So they, they're they very nostalgic for Blue's Clues in a way that has been so surprising and touching for me, the, it's a bit overwhelming at times. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so we, we, we want to make sure that we're passing that torch well mm-hmm. and uh, sensitively. And we're very confident with Josh, yeah. who's the new guy. He's so charming. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role is in this new? Well, um, behind the, I'm behind the scenes a lot. Okay, like, that's I'm fun. I'm like Yoda. Like, they called me and I'm... Writing, directing, and like, that's awesome. Fun. You know, we rewatched some of the episodes for your appearance, and I was watching it last night. And my son climbed up, my two year old climbed up right next to me and was totally into it. I mean, really, he loves, that's he loves cool. dogs. It still works. Yeah. The yeah. idea still works. Yeah. But he was totally, I, I think, you know, beyond blue, you were really kind of the thing that that he was into, you know? Well, yeah, I'm the, con- I mean, the host of that show is the conduit of, course. of, of the curriculum, right? And the, the idea, what's actually happening is the host of the show is leading your kid yeah. through basically Highlights Magazine. 
but the way it should feel, the magic trick that we pulled off is that the kid feels like they're leading me. Yeah, right. like they're the genius right. yeah. in the, in the exactly. group. Exactly. Yeah. So if you can get that going, that's still a pretty special thing. Like that's still pretty, no one's doing that. I mean, no. Dora tried, but Dora just kind of said, do a thing. you know what i mean where we were like why is this happening yeah and you know there was a sense that steve truly needed your help yeah Yeah. and when he asked if you if you would help him the answer could have been no yeah Yeah. but it was always genuine well that was the thing i was just talking with uh angela santamaro the genius who created blues clues and daniel tiger right oh yeah she and and, the other amazing and most children's television from what i can tell yeah uh but she reminded me, you know, she was like, it works because you didn't want to be on kids TV. You know, like you showed up and you're like, oh, this is weird and cool. And it's like a Samuel Beckett thing. And like I was approaching it like with hardcore acting stuff. Right. <laughs> As opposed to like a, a Wiggles approach where it's exactly. just like, I would, I'm here for kids. I still have no interest in that. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, I refused to do that. Now, even though the show itself... And children's television in general, I mean, it's full of tropes and full of uh, expected inflections that are that. And so there is some of that there. Yeah. My role in it and my approach to it was always resistant to that. Yeah. And I was always, yeah. not that I was trying to uh, subvert that, but I was trying to say, well, I mean, I don't have to talk like this, do yeah. I? Like, can I make this real? Which is honestly <laughs> you know? why it's watchable. Yeah, because it's you know, one so of many the, of these, there's, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot oh, of brilliant yeah. things about Blue's Clues that aren't but have a, nothing to do with as me, a but. parent watching cartoons. Sometimes the same stuff the kids like is just melts my brain, and I can't yes. do it. Yeah. but Blue's Clues is not one of those yeah. things. Well, I mean, I think again, like I'm not a child development specialist, but it, it seems to me that you can do the kids TV in the expected way and it will garner attention from children. Barney mm-hmm. is a good example. Yeah. Right. Kids love that show. And there's yeah. a lot of actually really good research behind Barney. <laughs> but the tone of it is just exactly what you'd expect that was really it to good, be. Though. Well he is a professional know, voiceover but artist. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and your kid might really enjoy that and it might make you stabby. Yeah. Pretty stabby. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to do it that way. Right. There are ways to get children's attention that is much more interesting. Yeah. And uh, and that's what we were always concerned with. What did being on a show like that really do for you in terms of kids? You know, like, did you like kids before that? I, I didn't know any kids. And, and what about now? Um, I mean, I love kids. But I also didn't work with them. Right. You know, I mean, still, I was alone you... in a room with a camera. Yeah. You know, on a it, it was like I was in the bottom of a swimming pool. But you probably had kids coming up to you all the time, like kind of and sure, parents losing sure, their shit over sure. you. Yeah. And parents would get excited, but without the shirt, I'm not. <laughs> I was not Steve. Right. And I, I only had about eight years where I was recognizable at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So unless I was in the the very purposely indelible uniform. Your dockers and your... Yeah, yeah. then the kids the were not... Shirt. I would have to explain to kids that right. I was Steve. Parents which, is not, which is kind of nice, actually, to be a little bit incognito. Now I argue with them <laughs> I all was the too, time. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, that's me. That's me. Like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, kids no, are a little shit sometimes. <laughs> that's me. And then I explain, you know, uh, cellular degradation... <laughs> And atrophy, and then they're like, like you "Oh know no!" When you leave an orange out on the counter. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I am using that forever. So we do this thing called Cartoon Confidential, and it's a segment where we dissect 
cartoons, very Siskel and Ebert style. And after watching, I like few- to think more like the old men on the balcony in the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. So we watched a couple of the Blues Clues selects that you oh, that you sent hell us. Yeah. And so we've got some cartoon confidential style questions for okay. you. If we've you got don't mind. some thoughts. Blue doesn't talk. She communicates in in kind of like kind of that very was actually cute. pretty good. Ash. Yeah, I used to do it a lot. I yeah. I really liked Blue. Is she trying to talk? Is that like her method of communication? Well, the conceit is that I understand everything she's saying. Yeah. So you hear words when she's being like. Rrr. That's right. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's a. Pretty- Did she ever bark? Yeah, well, she bow, bow, bows. Bow, yeah. bows. Okay. And that's like, do you, oh, right. Did you oh, ever? Oh, that was so good. That was good. Yeah. You didn't actually do that voice. I then. did. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I actually did Ventriloquist all of the style. voices I was about to on say, the like, show. Can I hear them now, please? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did Blue get upset that a lot of people thought she was a boy? I've never asked her about no, that. No. We'll um, it's her. very prescient now, isn't it? Yeah, I think she would appreciate Because she's been incorrectly new... gender assigned. Right. Yeah. I think she would be into these non conforming gender roles. Yeah, well, I mean, that was, you know, deliberately part of it was that we we wanted to take away the concept that blue things are male and pink things are female. Right. Isn't so. the opening, there's another dog that's a pink dog, I think, in the opening? Blue has a best friend named Magenta. Magenta, yeah. Who kind of shows up. Magenta is also a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was basically a girl except me. Except for Mr. Salt. Mr. Salt, yeah. I love Mr. Salt. He was my favorite character. Also, Salt and Pepper had a baby named Pe- uh, Paprika. That's Paprika. That doesn't even make sense. Paprika uh, isn't a mixture of salt and pepper. Well, that's not how condiments work. No, <laughs> condiment no. intercourse is way different. <laughs> yeah, it is than it, human it, intercourse. It, it is. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I like paprika a lot, so I'm glad that they came together to make that. They have spice more than they have more than just that. You Why know? were they French? Uh, they just they you know they immigrated. <laughs> you know, uh, in the eighties. Yeah, when everybody from did. France from France. Yeah. That was yeah. a, a very peak. Uh, immigration time. Immigration time, yeah. There was a, a condiment diaspora <laughs> yeah. in the 80s, and they were part of that. I was always obsessed with Mr. Salt. Like, I, I wanted to play Mr. Salt. Like I, Why? What was it about fun, him? Fun just something accent. about the French thing. Yeah, the French accent. And just the idea that he's like this adult in the house, and he's, <laughs> where are the clues? What are the clues? What is life? Yeah, he's kind of like the only person without the, you know, a sunny disposition. Exactly. Yeah. I always felt like he just was... Uh, he's your spirit ennui. I was just gonna yeah. say he's full of ennui. He's like, like maybe, maybe when you don't look, he could be smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he's like, maybe we don't look for clues. Yes. He <laughs> was philosophical constantly. Yeah. I'm just obsessed with that character. Yeah. You know? Why was everything animated except for you hmm. and the chair? And the notebook. And the notebook. And the notebook. Yeah, basically, unless I was sitting on it or holding it, it was animated. Yeah. Um, well, we wanted it to be a storybook, really, and we wanted it to feel like uh, I was in a storybook. You have the chair in mm-hmm. your house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's been like 10 of them now. Yeah. But I believe I have the first one. And do you let people sit in it? Sure. I've sat in it. That could have been in the Smithsonian. Still could. I don't know if we're that level. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But yeah, I mean, I, if if anything from the show would go there, it would be that thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. So- or you. Or me. Yeah. Yeah, the my, ghost of you. my corpse. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, does Blue ever have to pee? Is she house trained? Yeah. There is a whole episode where I think this happens. Oh my goodness, we gotta do a deep dive. But it's not it's not me, it's Joe. But do okay. they show Blue I'm not going sure. pee pee? I'm not I sure. I just called it pee pee. 
I'm not sure. I know that, that this has been be, addressed. I was gonna say this could be a good issue about potty training. Well, I mean, it's you the number Angela. one. It's the number one fear. It's like what it, what are kids of a certain age thinking about at any given moment? It's uh, that. Going to oh, bathroom. it's been. So, I'm in that phase, and it's awful. It's currently, like you are currently. I in am that phase. currently potty training myself. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying to potty train a two year old boy, and yeah. it's um, pretty disastrous. Uh, we didn't go there with with my tenure but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that it's been we're addressed. gonna we're gonna huh. look at this. now was there ever any other costume choices for you to wear right or is it is steve kind of like doug he just has a closet that's the idea I yeah mean, now blues clues is an homage to mr rogers neighborhood yeah right that's why i wear the same thing in every episode because he would do the um the sweater it, yeah it's all about uh those those comforting traditions and rituals I also, during most of the early 90s, wore a rugby shirt. Mm. Who didn't? From Everyone had, had one. Yeah, I would have brought my Benetton one. From, we should have hung yeah, out. We should have yeah. hung out, yeah. They based mine on fruit stripe gum. Yum, I love fruit stripe gum. Yeah, wow. the Did designer, they custom so. make that rugby Yeah, they you? custom made it out of discomfort. <laughs> they, they went and they found bolts of horrible discomfort. Everyone was wearing pleated pants. Then. Yeah, pleated. Ple- ple- Not like that. Ew. I looked like an onion. It, they were I looked very baggy. I looked weird, and I was like, "Why do I have to look this way? Why can't Steve look cool? There's this is not necessary. Why do you hate you me? Looked You'd be too you looked adorable. You looked adorable. Okay, so we already know blue, that blue is smarter than Steve, right? And blue leaves Everyone clues is. all over with her paw prints. You know, hence the name Blue's Clues. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, can you imagine starting every day like that? Just hunting down clues your yeah, dog leaves literally you. my life. Yeah, like, so, yeah. You are the wrong person to yeah. ask. Yeah, there were definitely moments where it'd be like, can you just tell me? Yeah. <laughs> this is taking so many steps. Especially because you can understand Blue. Why didn't she just say, just like, you know what? I want to give Joe a new notebook. Juice pop? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Juice pop. Yeah. We Thank can you. spend the rest of the day relaxing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, we like to play little games every so often. Are you up for a little game? Yes. It's just a kind it's of super rapid quick. fire. We're going to give you some options. Don't think about it too much. Yeah. Okay. You pick. Okay. Your favorite. Let's go. Do you want to start? Sure. Favorite old cartoon, Jetsons, Flintstones, Thundercats. Thundercats. Favorite TV dog, Astro, Pluto, or Cujo? Astro. That's a good one. Yeah. He's a dog of the future. And the past. Favorite way to say goodbye, skidoo, peace out, or smell you later? Do I have to? Can I? I could, I could do all that at the same time. <laughs> Peace out. Smell you later. Do, 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 <laughs> That's do, true. Do. I like that. So I'm gonna That's choose a all really of the above. long exit. That is well, not no, an Irish go, exit. Peace out. Smell you later. Oh, and that's a skidoo. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I'm, very creative. If you made me pick, mm-hmm. I would skidoo. Okay, skidoo. Mr. Salt, Miss Pepper, or Paprika? We know this. Mr. Salt. Yeah. Yes. Of course. I really feel like you were Mr. Salt and you just don't want to take credit for it. I think that I was uh, playing an extremely well-natured, affable man-child. Yeah. And I was desperate for some conduit <laughs> of depth and philosophical darkness what if this when was I was all, in that show. What if this was and all assumed, a dream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels that way. And I actually died in a Dodge Charger in 2003. <laughs> I think about that every day. <laughs> from what I've read, read on the interwebs. 
did you date a lot of chicks because you were Steve? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It definitely helped my dating life. That's you know, great. I'm like three feet tall. I'm not. <laughs> You're taller like, than me. I know, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm charming, but I'm not like conventionally handsome guy or anything. You're very handsome. No, but you know what I mean. I'm not like the new guy on Blues Clues or something. No, but you are very it. New York handsome. But you know what I'm you saying. You have an East Coast I'm, I'm not vibe. trying to be self-deprecating. Right. I'm just saying like, I'm not the, I'm not a tall, dark, handsome, ideal kind of guy. And, uh, and Blues Clues, like I never had a problem dating. Like it was, yeah. you know. Uh, it was of enormous help, though. I was yeah. one of People Magazine's most eligible bachelors. Wow! Well, do you have that framed in your house? Yeah, yeah I would. <laughs> I think I basically made T-shirts. You are making a lot of music, right? Yeah, music has been, um, you know, that's always been one of my passions. Um, I can officially say now that I am a professional musician, yes, nice. which is awesome. Nice. Um, I wrote the theme song. To the spinoff of The Big Bang Theory, which is a show Whoa. called awesome. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Yeah. So I am performing and singing, and I did. I wrote cool. that song. Yeah, I made a children's album with my buddy Stephen from the Flaming Lips, who's the guy who plays all of the instruments in that band. What's it called for people who want? Oh, I'm sorry, I should do that. Plug uh, yourself. It's called For Everywhere. Okay. The album and the book. Yeah. Okay. Called For Everywhere. What else is there? Anything else that you would like to share with our? Our listening audience. Well, no, I mean, just you know, I'm really enthusiastic about the the new reboot. Yeah, and I just think that it's. A real I love gift. that you're working on behind the scenes. You're writing and dragging. I love that. When- it's been such a gift, you know, because when I was on the show, I was so neurotic about it because I was I felt miscast. I felt like unqualified. I felt really like weird as that guy. And if I could go back, I wish I could just be more present for it because. Mm. It's such a gift now. It's so cool. I, the thing I got to do was so cool. That's awesome. And and to see like the love for I did something with UCB the other night. Mm-hmm. Fine. I did an ask hat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was the special guest. And you know they don't tell you who the special guest is. Right. And I figured I was like someone that like five other people canceled, and so they asked me to do it. And I came out. They gave me a standing up. You are beloved. That's you awesome. are really I almost very cried. beloved. I was like, oh my god. You know, like, and 200 people sang the male song, and it was like... Oh, I love that. It's just really amazing to to occupy that space. Thank you so much for being our guest, and I know for sure, just in planning this, mommies everywhere are really just so happy. Hi, Christine. Hi, Kyla. My mom friends that are are big big fans. So it was a real honor to meet you. It was a pleasure to meet you too. Thank you guys for having me on. And I can't wait to get your kids' album for Luna. Oh yeah, check it out. It's actually really great. Carrie. Yes. This is our last episode of the year. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh jeez. I can't believe it. This means the new year is on its way, and that means New Year's resolutions. Do you do you do New Year's resolutions? I do. I know. I know. You and I have talked about that. I know. I'm not into them. I just think I'm not into like uh, 2020. I'm gonna start working out. 2020. I'm gonna eat less saturated fats. Who the hell makes that resolution? <laughs> but I'm very into like like resolutions of the past, and I and I do actually make a list every year. And is it I, on a spreadsheet? It sure. is not. It's usually <laughs> in, in notes in my phone. Got it. But in the past, it's been like, you know, take a moment of gratitude every day or uh, don't let fear stop you from, you know, work through your fear. Like stupid, like inspirational like posters. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like hang in there with the cat. On a whole, I don't know. I'm just not a like give up this kind of person. I'm more like 
sort of, I guess, what you were saying, be mindful of what your actions are and is there a better way to do it? Do you ever notice people do dry Januaries? Yeah. Oh, my God. So many people do dry Januaries. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> I do not want to know about it. I know I am sounding there like such an alky. Is there a name for it? Like Movember? I think it's dry January. That doesn't have a good ring to it. No, it has a... Th- you know why? Because it's a dry January. <laughs> you, there's literally nothing to look forward to in January, so you're you going to take away the one thing do that Do you drink you- New Year's Eve? Does that count? Because you might I think drink- New Year's Day is when it starts. What January. If- I know, but January starts at midnight. I think if you're awake, you're fine. <laughs> I think if you woke up at midnight, just don't drink in your sleep. If, if you're awake, if you go <laughs> if you go to sleep on New Year's Eve at eight p.m. and wake up at twelve, I guess you can't start drinking then if you're participating in Dry January. I need to know the what details. What a fucking ballbuster you just were! <laughs> I was like, when does it start? Does it start New Year's Eve? Oh I don't know what God. that voice was. No, but I honestly, I want nothing to do with drinking. I mean, January. I gave up drinking. I've given up drinking before. I did a meditation thing where I gave up drinking for like a really long time. Really? How yeah. long? Almost a whole year. Holy shnikes. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. How about uh, learn something new? I like that. I like that too. I think that's a great resolution. I'm going to learn how to drink. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to make craft I'm gonna make cocktails. I'm going to make up for that year. I'm going to um, make craft cocktails. What would you learn? Honestly, I don't. Uh, you know what I've been how wanting? How to math. <laughs> Common core. All right. So to wrap this up, give me one resolution for this I for have, 2020. Uh, 2020. I'm going to be more present with my child and put my phone down. That's really good. I think. I think mine, I think I'm going to copy off of that. Yeah. And because it is something I've been thinking about is be more present with Sebastian. Be less, uh, you're such a pain in my butt and this is so difficult. And more like, I'm only having one and I want to appreciate this day and remember it forever. Yes. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. In March. I'm going to check in in March. That seems like very far along. Like, that's a really tough resolution. By March, it may have been long gone. Check in with me like two weeks into January. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I'll check in with you tomorrow. How yeah, about? I would check in with me the ne- like January 2nd. Okay. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> confession time. Shh. Confessions. It's half past confession time. Oh, no. We need like a good like Wayne's World shred after that. <laughs> that was a good shred. Yeah. So do you have a confession, Ash? I do. Okay. It's holiday season. Yes. Which means children are out in the world in full force. That's true. Hopefully with their parents. Hopefully. Tantrums are amok. Unless you're Macaulay Culkin, then you might be in the city without your parents. Then you're just, right. Then you're in your uncle's brownstone that's being renovated. Yep. Um, and they're just tantrums ha- happening everywhere. Yes. Tantrums here, tantrums there. Tantrums everywhere. Tantrums everywhere. And every single time I see a child have a tantrum, I am so happy. <laughs> I am so happy because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. I'm not the only one with a kid who just acts like a jerk sometimes. It is so refreshing. And when I do see a a mother with a child having a tantrum, I give them the knowing look, like, you're not alone, sister. I love when I'm celebrities post tantrums. Like, Drew Barrymore posted a picture of her kid just flat on the floor in the middle of a shopping mall yes. having a tantrum. I love that stuff. What's your confession? Um, so, when I was a starving artist, which lasted a lot of years, one of my seasonal jobs was I would was hired to dress up 
as a holiday animal. I they, I was a holiday mouse. Oh, that's cute. That seems fitting. And I would go to malls across the country. It was a bus and truck tour. And I would sing holiday songs in shopping malls. Oh, that's nice. Um, Did you get peed on? No. I mean, this was an interesting gig. Like, it was interesting. I had to learn three-part girl doo-wop harmony and we sang like old school 50s and 60s Cute. jingles. But then we would put in the store. So I'd have to like work in a hot topic or like Cinnabon into these songs. We had all this choreography. We had like lavalier mics. And basically, it was just an excuse for me to go eat Taco Bell and Cinnabon, get my per diem, and drink Applebee's margaritas as in if, hotels as, across the country. As if I needed an, an excuse for that. So somewhere out there, there's footage of me dressed as a Christmas mouse. Well, the nice thing is no one will know it's you. It's true. It's true. I Singing, think that's great. Thank you. That's Singing really like cute. Santa baby and like all I want for Christmas is you and stuff like that. I'd like a reenactment. Oh, give me a tutu and some ears and we call it a day. <laughs> Well, now it's time for your confession. Thank goodness, because I'm tired of hearing ours. I'm never tired of ours. It feels very freeing. I've bought so many Christmas presents so far for myself. Love my new bracelet. Thanks, me. (laughs) (laughs) That's for my mom, probably. She buys herself jewelry all the time and then wraps it and says my stepdad just... I know what you're saying. Your stepdad got it for her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's nice. She's always like, do you like the thing you bought me? And he's like, I love it. <laughs> I've never been invited to a Christmas party, Halloween party, or a Friendsgiving. I guess you need to have friends in the first place to be invited to those. Oh. Oh, that's, that's so, so sad. sad. Or maybe it's not sad. Is she sad about it? She's sad about I it. I don't think she's happy about it. I guess if it's confession. That's sad. Oh, go to a meetup. I like don't want to go to any Christmas parties this year. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> like, I'm a not a party person, so. I mean, I am a party person. I'm just like not in the mood. This year? Yeah. Bah humbug. Yeah. So much poop is involved in adulting. Poopy butts, poop on clothes, poop on bedding, inspecting poop to find swallowed items, trouble pooping after having kids, worrying about the size of poop, shape of poop, color of poop, texture of everyone's poop, pet poop, so much poop. <laughs> oh my God, I love the, the looking through poop to find swallowed items. <laughs> oh, I mean... I've done it with my own poop. I've looked in the toilet and been like, what did I eat? What, what did I swallow? What is, is that? that a marble? Are those blueberries? <laughs> um, this might be, I'm going to, I'm glad. Did you ever eat so many beets that you poop and you think there's blood in it? Oh, 100%. Really yes. Wow, I'm so healthy. I eat beets. <laughs> I just want to say that was my all-time favorite confession. I also like the lady that pooped in the cat litter. I will never forget that lady. Thank you guys for an amazing 2019. I hope your 2020 is even better. And we love you. We really do. You're our friends. So thank you and happy Happy holidays. holidays. All right, mamas. 
thank you so much for joining us today. We had such a blast. And if you love this show, make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help more moms find us. And if you want some more Scary Mommy in your life, be sure to subscribe to Scary Mommy Speaks wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want even more Scary Mommy, check out our articles and videos on ScaryMommy.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Scary Mommy Speaks is a Some Spider production. This episode was produced by Dorothy Abrams and Julie Katakis. Edited and mixed by Dorothy Abrams and recorded by Weston Ponger. Music provided by Audio Network. Special thanks to Sam Bellingham and Angelina Powers at Vinyl Mix. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. So email your comments to speaks at scarymommy.com. Scary Mommy Speaks. <laughs>